to the Seven Figure Salon Podcast. I'm your host, Helena Gibson, founder of Strut Hair Solutions and creator of the Seven Figure Salon Education. With me today is an extremely special guest that just got into town, my mother, Miss Kim Bradley. Say hello. Hello, Miss Helena and anybody that's listening to us. Oh, there's lots of us listening by now, I'm sure. I think we're on episode... Seven. Yes, we are on episode seven. Awesome. Oh, you're lucky number seven. There you go. Okay. So she just got off the train today, and it's so cute to come visit. And the minute she gets into the studio, I said, oh, and by the way, would you like to be on my podcast? <laughs> Nothing like going right to work. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know how we roll around here. So um, if this is your first time joining us, we go over the seven pillars. Uh, well, not every week, but we go over seven pillars, a different one each week that we feel will take and scale your business to seven figures. They are of the utmost importance and in order. And last week we were discussing with our store manager here of our Solana Beach location, um, Kayla, about marketing and so forth, which rolls right into this week's topic of sales. And my mom comes into our Fresno store often to help out and, you know, uh, motivate and and train the girls for me and stuff. And this last week, we were just talking about sales funnels, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So this first, this is, um, so as I said, this is our seventh episode. So this is the most important because this is our first one on sales. I agree. Which is the lifeblood of of any business. Without the sales, you don't have a business. Oh, that's where I got that from. (laughs) Yes, without sales, you have no business. You got to make money. Exactly. You know, they have to get value the client, and you have to make money to pay the bills. I mean, that's just the way it goes. You still only have an idea. Yeah, exactly. Or a hobby. Yeah, exactly. Until you until you make the sales. And and so if there's somebody that I was even just telling they wanted to to switch a career, do something different, and I immediately said, don't do it till you make your first dollar. I, I seem to recall something like that. Right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Don't switch until you make that first dollar because that first dollar is the hardest one to get. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Well, let's give the um, viewers some value here about, um, well, everything I've learned in sales you guys ever hear from this point going forward, I've learned from this one. So um, let's hear from the Obi-Wan herself on sales funnels. And what what did you talk to the girls about in Fresno last week when we were talking about what are they doing? Yeah, well, basically, um, so having a sales funnel, you know, is vital. I mean, that is the lifeblood of any business. But you have to know how to keep that funnel full because if you're doing your work and your girls are strong at sales, they're constantly, that funnel is flowing. Right. Um, hence it being referred to as a funnel so you have to keep filling the funnel well I think that's where people get confused is they get busy for a minute or they get I don't know if confused is the right word they get lost to the fact that look I'm busy so now I don't have to do those little steps and make the follow-up calls or you know I don't have to put their information in the computer we're so busy well you're busy from what you did six months ago we get real complacent and think bingo we've hit it right and it's it's just begun oh totally you should be working in my opinion and in my experience I shouldn't say the word should I'm I'm working on that vocabulary in my experience it's best practices to always be filling your funnel meaning making those phone calls 
calling past clients, you know, how are you? Like I've got my team here in this store, we just started this week, calling people from six months to a year ago, asking them how they're doing with their hair. Did they need a refresher? You know, it's been Great. six months, we haven't seen you. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. Why not touch base? Perfect practice, because you have to remember one of the key things to keep in mind is what sales that you are making today or that your girls are making is directly based on previous activity. What you planted regarding, like six months ago. Absolutely, regarding that funnel again. So everything that's being done today is gonna have a direct impact tomorrow or the next day. So when you lay off the throttle, if you will, and don't fill that funnel, eventually the funnel is gonna it's going to empty. Okay. So something you taught me or took me to a long, long time ago when Zig Ziglar used to talk about that, what is that thing that, pri that you prime? That you prime the pump. You prime the pump, right? <laughs> and those first few like pump, pump, pump are like killing you and you don't want to, you don't want to like strike it. And then you get the water flowing and then it gets easy. And what happens, everybody take their hand, it takes their hands off because exactly. the water's flowing. But if you let your hand off of it, eventually it dries up and then it's that hard again to start pumping absolutely and it's the same way with everything yeah yeah totally well and so um i've noticed in our store since we've started since we've really launched a seven figure salon in the last couple months and um been doing the podcast and all that because now we're on two months of this right we're on you know week seven unbelievable i know right yeah. isn't this awesome yeah so now that we're on week seven, well, the pump is not pumping as much in this store in San Diego. That's why I've got Nori on the phone now. Exactly. You know because what I'm I saying? Think you get overwhelmed. You get busy. You get excited. It's great. And it moves from excited to becoming pretty much complacent with that busyness, just figuring, hey, this is the normal. Right. You know, we're just, we, we've hit it. We don't have to do anything We were else. turning clients away. You asked I me know, what happened. I remember. Man, and boy, let me tell you, that is an amazing feeling that I had never experienced until last year where we would get so busy in here. I would call my mom and say, oh my God, I had to turn like three people away. And then they're like, when can I come in? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> we're that <Right>? busy. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just, that's a, a great problem to have. Yeah. But at the same time, now it starts to slow down and you're looking for those three people you turned away right you're right like, hey where can i find those three that were were looking well, to come in at that time it's so. to the case in point i mean it's exactly that it's even i and see that's what's so cool about that's what i i really wanted when i was creating this podcast was talking about what is happening like in the store or in one of the one of our stores because this so relates because even though I know what to do, sometimes you don't do it until you see, like I took myself off for just a minute to we focus somewhere else, whether it's family, I chose for it to be the podcast or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But man, you see that pretty quickly, 60 days, and all of a sudden I'm like, where'd all the clients go? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> pretty normal. Pretty, pretty normal. normal. Yeah. So, um, okay. So some other things with that are... What happens next, too, even with the purchase? So another follow-up besides just constantly marketing um, in terms of keeping the funnel is keeping client satisfaction, which will definitely make sales and in, in, in referrals. Absolutely. And referrals are your easiest sales. Um, and largest sales. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because the trust is already built. Even when somebody actually asks me for a referral here, a client will say, oh, do you know somebody that does... X, 
I won't give a referral out unless I've actually used that service and I've actually told our team not to do that because I feel like if they don't get a good thing at the referral, then that comes back on me. Yeah. Yeah, right. Totally. Did I explain totally. that right? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, that's a totally. huge deal when you give a referral. So when we get those clients in, they're just much easier. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're very happy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you definitely want to capture your client's data so that that way you can follow up with them because a lot of people are very eager to get the sale. But then once the sale is made, they drop off the client thinking, well, I'll just post more photos on Instagram or I'm just going to, you know, whatever. People are just going to keep coming in. You really want to nurture and remember how hard it is to get that person through the door. And expensive. Yeah, it is. Yeah, expensive. It's not only difficult, it can be it, it can be a big cost to get those clients in. Or and even let's just say if it's not money, it's your time. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's say let's say these you know some of our listeners aren't even doing a, a marketing budget at this time. You're spending time. Something's happening to get somebody to come into the store. You're, One you're, way or the other, it's costing you. Yeah. Whether it's time or Money. dollars and cents, yeah. it's costing yeah. you. Yeah. So you, so you want to capture that data. And one thing we've been really talking about is client experience to client um, customer service. That's what we talked about on our client episode like three or four episodes mm-hmm. ago. It's one Very of our pillars. Important. Sure. Yeah. So, and it's up there higher than sales because how you treat your client is of so much importance. Exactly, yeah. So with that being said, to make that client experience amazing to get you the next sale or referral to your next sale is capturing their information and following up. I don't know. I find that people are afraid that the phone's going to eat their ear off and they don't want to call and check on the clients. Do you find that? Yeah, I do. I found that in every every line of business out there people are hesitant to follow up i think the big fear is th- what if there's a problem they don't, don't you want to know well okay you'd want to know that because you own a business i yeah. want to know that because i own a business yeah employees sometimes are very intimidated by following up and learning that there is an issue and my thought on that is to try to encourage mm. them hey look if there's an issue let's find it out now and it's better that we call them on it before they've told 15 or 20 other friends. Agreed. Let's fix it. If they've got a problem, I don't care what it is. Hey, let's fix it. This is why you're here as our guest speaker. Oh, okay. Okay. Man, did you guys (laughs) hear that? What a gym nugget that is, which is so true. Because I always wonder, why won't you guys make the phone calls? I'll walk by and I'm like, pick up the phone ladies you know right. and like nobody wants to grab it but it's because they're afraid and 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 to your point i want to know because i want to fix it before yeah. they tell somebody sure. mm-hmm. and again it leads back to sales it's back to your sales funnel this is part of your funnel because a lot of things now funnel is a um i don't know if you've noticed this is like a buzzword but I think they mean online with email marketing, like I was showing you the email marketing and all that earlier today. Sure. That's all a funnel, right? Right, but all this part is, of it. Yeah, but this isn't the funnel I'm talking about. I'm talking about bringing warm bodies into your business with actual old school, because sometimes old school, 
people aren't used to old school anymore. It's like sending a card. How thrilled were you to get that little Easter uh, card? Oh, my Easter God. Card. I almost fell over dive bombing for that card. I know. That was so right? cute. Love to get something in the mail. But, I, to, right? uh, but case in point here, old school, it's belly to belly. With sorry. your customer. <laughs> right? <It's>, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, it's being in front of your clients. It's being available to your clients. Right? right? It's making that phone call. Yeah. It's hearing directly from me. I sold you something. Now I want to talk to you, whether it be a product or a service. I want to talk to you myself personally and make sure you're happy with it, that it filled your needs. If it didn't, I want the opportunity to fix it, and I want to fix it now. Okay. So I'm going to go with that and say... It feels like if I spend the kind of money that I teach in our seven pillars that you should be charging and you don't follow up with me, you're a, sli- you're a slimy car salesman because car salesmen don't follow up. Not usually, unless they're trying to sell you the second car. Yeah. yeah. Well, the last two I've... Happen. Yeah. The last two cars I've had, they haven't followed up. So actually, they made it kind of difficult when they promised said things and then they didn't even do that and I had to fight on it after I'm like oh I thought you were going to come pick it up from my work that's what you said you would do so I don't have to miss work hours with what you paid for your car if I sold it to you I'd follow up I'd come to your work and pick it up (laughs) now we don't talk about that on the podcast I'm just kidding (laughs) but yes they should come pick up my car (laughs) right luckily I'm nice and won't mention which dealership this is but anyways you know but see they set that expectation and I promise you yeah. this, when I purchase my next car, I'm not going there. It, a, a lot of it, too, Helena, is what you were talking about, about the two funnels. There are two separate funnels. There's a sales funnel and a marketing funnel. Yep. People tend to keep the marketing funnel full, but that doesn't by itself make you any money until you marry that with your sales funnel. Yes. Okay. I agree. Yeah, there's multiple funnels, just like there's multiple ways to service your clients, which now I know I'm going to get some hate mail on this one. Please don't hate email me, but there are differences between clients, VIP clients and non-VIP clients, because depending on your school of thought, people will say all clients should be treated equal. You're making a face. See, now I don't believe that. Uh, which way are you going? Well, okay. Which way are you so, swinging? So it's, yeah, okay, <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to give you the way we roll on that. You know, it's the two-sided coin. Okay. Okay, so there's a, there's an argument for both sides of that. So one right. could argue either side of it. Right, so I'm saying what side are you on? You think they should all be treated the same? I don't e- want the hate mail. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my email gets full enough. <laughs> Would you like, her email is squirrely anchors. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, actually, that's really the beginning, but uh, <laughs> um, no, they are not. They, I feel that they should not be treated the same because when you have a client, and I have a couple that I'm thinking of right now that spend a lot of money with me, you bet you they asked me to jump and I'm looking at them at how high, and then I have a couple other ones that come in and they're a little bit of a problem and they're kind of never happy and they always want a discount, and I start walking the other way and I'm like, oops, got to go film a podcast episode. I'll be back like you know well, I, don't even I mean <laughs> okay so I think that's just that's just uh human nature yeah, yeah. right I mean that's any of I mean. us are gonna do that yeah. yeah any of us are gonna yeah we're gonna do that now my my thought on that would have been you know okay so the VIP client says jump you say how high the second says jump you say you know in a few minutes I'll give it a try um, 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, I do tell my girls, and especially like even with referrals and stuff, we, we treat them with a kid glove. I mean, everybody's treated amazingly in my sure. in my opinion and I mean, let me the be clear bottom line, okay that's the way it should always but be. then we just give that extra little i mean and everybody does it you tip somebody a little better you get a little better service and stuff and i just feel like when somebody's spending a lot of money you need to exceed their expectations you need to call them Yes, if if someone is, um, you know, a VIP client, and depending on your definition of a VIP client, because I know some businesses charge for that status, you know, yeah. to be a, v, a VIP member. Yeah. Some people deem it just on based on what you've spent annually with them. Um, so depending on that, yeah, they should be recognized for yeah. you know their, their for their um, oh what's the word I'm looking for. Um, you know their commitment to doing business with you um you know should definitely it should be recognized and i don't think it's yeah. always totally money for me i pull up you know um kpis on the amount of money they spend but also the amount of visits because i have some clients that buy or spend say four hundred dollars on average once a month and then i have one or two that'll spend a couple thousand every three or four months but that one that comes in every month, I think you know who I'm talking about, that one that she just comes in every month steadily yeah. and gets new hair. Sure. Well, I, I love her because she's in here all the time. But then I have other ones where, you know, if they're buying, you know, a human hair wig, they might only need to come in once a year and it takes this other client 12 times to reach it. But I see her 12 times. Right. She's a VIP to me. Exactly. You know. Mm -hmm. And that makes total sense. Yeah. So, you know, wrapping that back around to sales is, again, how, you know, how your customer experience, how how you're doing with, you know, how you're treating your clients, that's part of your funnel. And you should have that all down on how, what's your difference between VIP and what your difference is with, mm -hmm. you know, your standard client. And again, standard clients deserve, I'm not saying any less, you know, top-notch service. Oh, right. Service it shouldn't even be a question. Like the, the one has my cell phone. Across, across the board, yeah. You know, I have one client that has my cell phone number. You know, now I don't recommend that. I only have one client out of 8,000 clients I've got meshed between both stores. Only one has my cell phone. But she is my most important client. Right. And I make sure she has and my that, cell phone. Is that me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hit block when you call. Oh, God. Oh, I thought you said the most difficult client. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense now. Now, now I see it clearly. When you have family that uses your products and services, run. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're, a t you're a tough bird, let me tell I, you. You know, I, I, I've heard that. I've you heard you, that, you yeah. keep me on my game for sure, but I appreciate it because I have to tell you, when I'm creating or thinking about my clients or how to provide more value, you challenge me to always be thinking of something next and what could be new and how can I make it better and and so and I appreciate that yeah and uh that's why you're where you're at well because you are thinking ahead all the time well that's only because yeah. you call <laughs> and you're like do you have anything in there new and I you know this hair <laughs> oh my goodness yeah you, you keep me on my toes for sure so I guess that would be a dual effort there yeah there yeah. you go yeah yeah so um do you want to talk uh, a little bit? Did you go over with the girls about their closing rate, or did you just stay in the sales funnel with them last week? We stayed in the sales funnel, but I did talk to them. I've spoke to them a couple of times now on their ratios. Um, Jim Rohn pointed that out a long time ago. Do anything enough times. 
um, consistently and a ratio will develop. It's really important to know your numbers. That's probably the most crucial lesson I have ever learned and went over that with your girls again last week. Um, and specifically to let them know that, you know, and I pulled one of Jim Rohn's on him. I said, you know, if we had a contest, even if I don't know what I'm doing, I'll beat you every time. Mm -hmm. And Akila looked at me and she said, now, what? How are you going to beat me? And I said, because I know my numbers. Mm -hmm. I may not know your product. I may not know how to do a lot of things, but I do know my closing ratios. Mm -hmm. Because of that number alone, that that dictates where I can go in my sales. Well, I told him over here because, you know, we're doing kind of the same thing. I said, even a blind squirrel can find a nut. Love it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think I had a blind squirrel on my desk for years with a little walking stick because, yeah, you know, I, I mean, mean, it's true. Well, and you have to know your numbers. That's, you know, we'll, we'll start tying it up with some of that because um, this all relates to sales because here's the thing. I'll, I'll tell this store – and let me just elaborate a little bit a little bit more. My mom goes into the Fresno store, you know, kind of going over a lot of this stuff for me, you know, helping out and, you know, motivating and, and talking about this stuff because this is what she's such an expert in is sales. And I was telling these guys here, um, oh, wait a minute, I just lost my train of thought. I was doing so well there. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. I know, it really does. I got so much going on in my head. Um, what was I telling you? Oh, the numbers. Ahead. I'm yeah. thinking ahead, yes. Uh -huh. Thinking about dinner. <laughs> right. Um, no, uh, I was telling them that I know if I talk to 10 people, I can close three of them or something. Like, you have to know that number to, well, really, I mean, actually, if I have three people, I'll close oh, two of them. On. I, you know, and I was going <laughs> to guess at seven. Yeah, I mean, I'd have pegged you at seven. Though. The only way I, they don't buy is if they don't have their wallet, right? <laughs> and then usually I'll we put them on layaway. Say, Stop that, lady. She still has money. I know. I hear change <laughs> rattling. That's terrible. But listen, they we only sell if they need the product. Let me let me throw that You're out. You're doing them a disservice and injustice if they leave and they haven't purchased what they need. Well, here's the thing that I say. We are not a clothing store where you come in and you browse. We provide the service of hair. We give confidence, empowerment. We make women feel good about themselves. So if they come in there, they're not in there to hang out. They want something. So if right. you didn't sell them, you're, I mean, our closing ratio needs to be 80 to 90%. And of that, that is only because they are sticker shocked that they didn't realize what the investment is. So that's why the follow-up is so important because they are going to come back because we are going to exceed their expectation by following up with them after they left saying, hey, Kim, it was so glad, I was so glad to meet you last week. I know we came in, we talked about getting you a new, some new hair, blah, blah, blah. We have a special going on this week. I'd love to get you in. What's your schedule look like? Like something like that, you know, or whatever. I mean, you've got to follow up with even your non-buyers. You do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, and again, like you just said, you have to exceed their expectations. If you haven't, you want to know that so that it gives you a second chance at doing it. Well, one thing that I've started doing here, too, is if you don't buy, because we take a card, a client intake on every uh -huh. client that comes Good in. Idea. If you don't buy, we call you back to find out why you didn't like a week later. Like if you try to pull the, well, I'm going to think about it and I'll come back sure. and all that. Okay, great. You know, so then we'll call you back and say, hey, Kim, you know, like I said, oh, you know, we haven't seen you. 
you know, since last week. Just wanted to make sure you had time to think about it. Did you have any more questions or whatever? Well, you know, I've changed my mind or whatever. Well, may I ask why? Did you, you know, find another solution? Or was there a question we didn't answer? Because then that helps me. Or and then sometimes I'll just blatantly say, was, was, did, you know, was there something that maybe we didn't answer for you? So that way we know for right. the next client that we can serve, you know. And then usually if you do it very um, off the cuff like that, they'll, they'll definitely tell you what the – Mm-hmm. what the deal They'll was. They'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, if you just listen close enough, every client will tell you how to sell them. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that we'll, we'll save the listening for the, the next round right. when we get to sales right. again. I better write that down. So, listening. Yeah. Sure. Well, anyway, <laughs> thank you for getting off the train and spending a half an hour with me in here. And, um, you know, I'm sharing with everybody about your um sales funnel that you were talking about and um all of that so kim can be found at pauseforsafety.com this is her business where she does pet care kits and we'll have her sponsor this episode i'm just kidding (laughs) now she's going to fall out of the chair (laughs) no i'm kidding we hope you did enjoy this step i mean i'm not kidding that's her email i mean her website but i'm kidding i'm you know sponsoring uh um oh lord see there i went lost my train of thought again i think it's time for us to go eat dinner A Jamba Juice can only get you so far. Right. Um, If you've enjoyed this podcast and you've gotten value from it, please rate us down below. Also, subscribe. You can find out more about our mastermind. We have an intensive coming up at the sevenfiguresalon.com. We hope to meet you in person someday. And then I guess uh, you're going to be coming to our event we're having in June, right? I can't wait. Okay. Well, if you'd like to meet the um, Obi-Wan here of Strut Hair (laughs) Solutions and our our uh, head cheerleader oh yes Yes, i did get you the cards head cheerleader yeah you're pretty awesome she's she's a good cheerleader so um if you'd like to meet her as well we'd love to have you you can get some more information there so um everybody have a good rest of your evening and any final thoughts yeah happy selling bye for now